0: to have a little tongue food and have a little fun every once in a while but sometimes it comes comes a time when we need to get a little serious and when we in church we need to get get down to the nitty gritty with the Lord Mm -hmm. and when we need to be serious when we're in God's house Mm -hmm. yeah in in between we may have a funny spot here or there but we need to be serious too because when you're doing God's work and, and, and you've been on the road for Jesus, it's something or it's, it's it's not all fun and games. It's mostly rough roads and thistles and thorns and trials and tribulations. It's something to be serious about. and It's, it's time to be able to put your thinking cap on, be able to get the Lord on your mind and in your heart and and, and get things going. Shelter, have you got this thing recording up here? Yes, I Okay. And I'd like to say hello to all of our internet friends. We've had a lot of folks respond to us here lately on Thursday nights, and, and a lot of folks coming in and out of Walmart telling me they've been seeing our church services and hearing me minister and everything and how much they have been uplifted by it. Go ahead, Shelter. okay our uh, website the independent house of prayer if you want to get it's on our page the independent house of prayer get on there uh, when we download and you'll be able to see our church services amen so it's on facebook now the independent house of prayer so uh, y'all get on there and y'all be able to see our downloaded our uh, church services it may be a little bit late by being downloaded but it'll be just as good on a monday morning or late sunday night sometime if the if little lady gets time to to download it amen or maybe early tuesday morning i don't know just whenever she can get to it but uh, we we try to download our services so all of our family and our friends all over the united states can see it and, and uh not just mississippi but we've had folks from uh, a brother from oklahoma him and his wife and. I uh, had uh, some folks from Ohio, uh, Kentucky, and, and, and just all over. They've been texting and, and stuff like that and, and getting on our own Thursday nights in our Bible study, Brother Timmy, and they've been saying, amen, that they, they've really been getting a blessing out of our uh, church services. And I talked to another friend of ours, and it's been a while since I'd seen them. I was kind of worried about them. Uh, Brother... Uh, condon and his wife they were at walmart early this morning amen and uh, we got to talking and i told him what we're doing he said where do y'all get in depth how deep do y'all get i said well we get just as deep as the good lord allow us to go and we try to keep our minds on the lord so that way we know what we're doing so i told myself if you want to i said if you want to and uh, come down there and be where's we at the TV station on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock I said and and uh, if you can't be there I said you can get on uh, turn your Facebook on if you've got it and then go to David Buddy Baker my website Facebook page I said and you can see us live on Facebook on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock Oh, we're gonna put it on the church page okay okay so my wife saying instead of being on David buddy Baker's uh Facebook page from now on it's going to be on our church page live on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock the independent house of prayer amen so it'll be live on our church uh, deal amen that way everybody knows that uh we're serious about serving the lord around here at the house of prayer amen i i love the name of this church bird timmy because it brings it, it it goes back to the story where amen where jesus was out there preaching the gospel and he came into his hometown and he walked up in the temple and he was expecting to see the priest and all that up in the middle of that church house approaching uh, the gospel and everybody singing the praises of the Lord. But the minute he walked up on the court square in front of that church, they had money changers and stuff out there in front of that church and on the inside and that, instead of having church, they had doves and all that stuff up there uh, taking and all... Uh, selling things in God's house instead of having church. And then he, he got angry and he whipped them out with a cat of nine tails according to what the story said. And then he, he plainly told him, he said, my house shall be called, amen, the house of prayer, but you all have made it a dinner thief." And he flipped their money changing tables. over. they couldn't tell whose money was whose, cause he just grabbed the tables and flipped them upside down and threw them across the ground. Cause I don't blame him. If, if, I, if I walked up out here from this church and most people out here are taking and and, and, and doing things they ought not be doing out here in front of this church or on the inside of this church, me as the pastor of this church, God would hold me accountable if I didn't put a stop to it. And they'd be lucky if I didn't do them just the way Jesus did. Plant me a whip and whip their heinies right real good if I caught something like that going on in God's house. Instead of having church, taking and selling things in God's house, I don't go along with such as that. Because God didn't set his house up to be an auction house. Absolutely not. He, As he said, my house will be called a house of prayer and you made it a dinner thieves. Instead of taking and, and and worried about selling stuff or auctioning things off in your church and stuff, if when you, you want the meat to be on the table, do what God's word says. Bring your tithes and offerings into the storehouse; they might be meat upon the table for God's children. That's what the word of God says. And He told them, "said You robbed me, even all your nations." And He said, and they asked Him, "So, Lord, we're in it we robbed you?" he said in tithes and offerings and let me tell you something all right, I didn't mean to get off on that but that's alright anyhow every time you get a paycheck it don't matter how much that paycheck is you're supposed to give God 10% of that right off the top before you spend one red cent of it 10% that's what he requires that's what the word says Matter of fact, I'll sit down this afternoon when I get out of here from this church service and I will look it up. And Lord willing, I'll tell you where it's at tonight at 5 p.m. So stay tuned. Amen. But uh, the Lord commands it that we bring our tithes off. No, I'm not saying that God said for you to give this much or that much because God ain't told me that. And I don't believe that God tells nobody you give me a thousand dollars and I'll sow a seed of a book. Or God wants you uh, church people to go out here and buy me a 58 uh, million dollar Learjet to sit on the runway with the other three that I've got sitting out there. Or buy me another three story mansion with all the iron gates and the fences and all the trimmings to go with. No, God did not say that. His word did say that the labor was worth his hire. Yeah, that were to take care of God's ministers. Yeah, but it don't say for God's so-called ministers to try to please God's people and try to get as much as they can and worrying about wearing cashmere sweaters and big old Armani suits. And, Rolex watches and gold rings and chains around her neck. No, ma'am, no, sir. God did not say that. He did say, amen, he'd never seen the righteous forsaken a seed, amen, begging for bread. He said that he would take care of us in our hour of need. And then he turned around and he said, if you love your neighbor as yourself, And even your worst enemy, he'd set a table before you in the presence of your enemies and he'd make men give to your bosom. He said he would supply our needs according to his riches, amen, in glory. He would supply all of our needs. And if we live upright, he said he'd give us the very desires of our heart. All we had to do was just ask for it. Wow. Glory to God! And I didn't mean, Amen. I feel, I feel the Lord here this morning. But tell me, I didn't mean to get started. I'm sorry about that. No, I take that back. I'm not going to apologize for that. You didn't
1: get started. God did.
0: You? I don't mean to get started on such as that, but get started, I reckon God had something else in mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pray, Lord. we after a while. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Brother me if you don't mind, let me borrow your spectacles for just a minute so I can read this. This writing is real fine in this thing. i got to be able to see. Like I said, y'all forgive me. I'm running a little short on some things. I walked out of the house this morning trying to hurry up and get ready for church, and I left my eyeglasses. Laying on my little table by my chair, and I can't hardly see a blooming thing without my glasses. So, y'all just forgive me. Amen. Here's the scripture. Go, go to Malachi. Amen. The third chapter, verse 8. Start there and just read on. Will a man rob God? Yet, yea, have robbed me, but you say, wherein have we robbed thee? in tithes and offerings ye are cursed with a curse for ye have robbed me even this whole nation every single person around the United States and around the world has come short and they are cursed with a curse because God commands us it's a commandment for us to bring our ties and our offerings whatever we got left after we put our tithes in there if God has given it to us then we're to give sparing and offering as well as giving our tithes and not just in tithes and offerings God expects us every time the church house door is open amen for us to be our behinds up in the middle of his church house on the seat serving him and praising his name and he said that was the least that we could do which would be our reasonable service. Glory to God. Right. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. That there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now where I wish, saith the Lord of hosts if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. He said, try me that I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there won't be room enough for you to receive it all. So try God. I'm not after you money. God commands it. Yeah, I'm the pastor of this church, but me and my sister pastor don't carry one red cent. I don't have a salary. I have a job God provided for me. Even though sometimes I'd like to walk out there and quit with some of the things going on, I can't because God gave me the job until he gave me something else. I got to stay put. God provides for me and mine because I try to do what God tells me. I bring my tithes and offerings into the storehouse, and not just that, I try to serve God to the best of my ability with everything I've got. The Word of God says, What thy right hand finds to do, or what thy hand finds to do, do it with all of your might. Go all out, all in. or 150% whichever it is go all out you got to put blood sweat and tears in to the service of God to get anything from God glory to God and it's God's word I didn't say Malachi the book of Malachi chapter 3 read from verse 8 To, matter of fact just read the whole chapter but if you want to just stop it goes from verse 8 to verse 10 but just read the whole thing and see if God won't bless you And you say pastor what are you talking about what are you talking about I can't I barely make enough to even get by to even pay my rent your rent ain't going to get paid unless you give God his first Amen. Amen. your groceries it's going to come up short unless you give God his first your car payment ain't going to get made unless you give God his first you ain't going to get no clothes on your back and no shoes on your feet unless you give God his first God commands that we give to him first 10% And then if we got anything left over after we give God His, which God will see to it, if we give God what belongs to Him, He'll give more so we can give more. For God's sake, try God and see if He won't work. Praise the Lord. All right, anybody got any prayer requests this morning? Amen. Who is he?
2: Murray, Coward
0: and uh, Uncle William. Uncle William. Yeah, let's pray for Uncle William. Pam said they finally had to take him out of the rent house that they were letting him live in. Amen. And, and had to take him into their home because he's get he's falling. He can't he can't see and can't hear. he can't hear anything and. He's getting. He can't be by himself. He has to have folks there to take care of him pretty much 24-7 now. So, And his mind's going too. He's staying confused. So I believe God can heal that. And I know God is able to heal that and everybody out there under the sound of my voice not just in this church house but under the sound of my voice when you get this William Talent is his name and uh, what was the other guy's Murray, Murray Coward Pray for him he's, he's pretty sick I, I understand So, he was my mom-in-law Bess Webb's boss at Hancock Fabrics when she worked for Hancock So y'all keep that family, Mr. Murray and his family, in your prayers. Amen. That God will lift them up.
1: Buddy, Mm -hmm. the Word said that God is not the author of confusion. Amen. I don't care what kind of confusion it is. God's not the author of it. That's right. So we know who the author of it is. So we need to just come against that in Jesus' name. Amen. We know the devil causes confusion. That's right. and he causes everything to be messed up. And that's the way he wants it. Amen. But God is not that God is not the author of all that. Amen. So we we can take control over it in Jesus' name.
0: That's right. And then Uncle William's wife, Aunt Julie, she's in a lockdown facility for uh, Alzheimer's patients. She can remember things like it happening a few years back and all like that, and she can remember you like right now. But she won't remember you five minutes later. Five minutes from now, she won't remember you, and then she's also got what they call sundowner uh, stuff that she wants to go home and stuff like that and they, come down on they uh, say she stays pretty confused and stuff so let's keep her in our prayers Miss Julie Talent. let's be remembering our church that God will continue to bring folks our way I talked to a few people at Walmart last night and they said something about they were going to try to start coming down and being with us some so they said try so pray for your brother yeah let's pray for my brother Kelly Lamar Baker amen he's going through some things I'll not say what he's going through or what his problems are because I don't believe God wants it aired and I don't think he'd want it to be aired out in front of everybody so I'll just say he's in dire straits and let's just pray for him that God most of all first of all will save his soul before it's too late and then he's got some other problems that I know God is able to take care of. Amen. And so y'all pray for him and the rest of my brothers and sisters and my uncles and aunts, cousins, nieces and nephews. I saw Bryson and Kylie at Walmart last night. Got me a hug from both of them. <laughs> so let's be remembering them too Bryson Allen Gentry that's my and his sister Kylie let's be remembering them because that was my sister Megan's two children her son and daughter and when she passed it's been kind of hard on those kids without their mama they loved their mama they thought the sun rose and set on their mama and it she'll be dead for a year in January and they still ain't quite got over it Bryson has been uh, playing the drums and the guitar he's been going to church with Sister Joan Sloan and and her husband David and and their daughter Tina he lives with Tina Tina. Carnegie that's Sister Joan's daughter and And, uh, Tina's husband Nate out there at uh, the potter's, potter's wheel at the potter's wheel okay? so they're going to church out there at where brother Bobby White used to have his church out there at Guntown. Right. amen so if y'all get a chance and y'all ain't got a church go by there and be with them or we'd like to have you come by here at the independent house of prayer and be with us Amen. Uh, Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock here to 11 o'clock if you got children or grandkids bring them out here my wife Michelle is the Sunday school teacher and we have adult and children Sunday school when we got children to have the Sunday school with and Sunday nights at 5 o'clock we've moved it from 6 o'clock to 5 p.m. so that way it gives folks that has children that that has to be at school starting Monday morning that they can go home and finish getting up their school lessons and get them a, get them a bath and all that and get them in the bed and all like that if before it get gets happy, 10, 11 o'clock. If we get happy, we'll go as long as the Lord And if whatever the Lord wants, we go until the good Lord gets finished. If we're here still praising the Lord, then 10 to 11 adult children Sunday school worship at, at uh, 11. Five o'clock Sunday night. And we've been having Bible study at Unity Broadcasting at five oh four North Third Street in Booba. We were having it here and there for a while we got to, we couldn't get folks to come. So due to not having the money coming in to help pay the bills and stuff like that and afraid to run up a big old electric bill and all like that and water bill we omitted here at the church and started having it at unity broadcasting on thursday nights at seven o'clock so my wife works up there and we'd love to have y'all come out there live and be with us but like we said if you cannot get out there live, we would like to have you to tune in to our our church website the independent house of prayer live and we will be live on on facebook on the independent house of prayer facebook page so y'all tune in all right anybody else got any prayer requests right quick let's be remembering michelle she's Let's be remembering Brother Timmy and Sister delsey and, and their kids. My wife's suffering from old acid reflux, and I think it's kind of acting up on her this morning. And Brother Larry, let's pray for him. Thank God he he was able to make it back here again. Praise the Lord and be with us. We've already claimed you, son, so you may well just stick around. He he's been coming now on what about? Nearly a year now. Yeah. So we we pretty much adopted him right on into our old uh, church family, Amen. And Brother, Larry Glass. Brother Larry Glass and I kind of missed Brother James this morning. I was kind of hoping he might sneak in on us, Amen. It's pretty weather out, and I was hoping he'd feel well enough and everything, and not have old melancholy, what so to speak. And, Wanna hibernate in the house, I was hoping he'd kind of show up. I miss Brother James when he ain't here. Well, Amen, because sure he's a part of us. You can go
3: visit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Lord willing, I may try to go by and visit with Brother James after church, peace to home. If he don't come. Remember my girlfriend, she's having trouble with her and her feet sweaty. Let's remember that. Amen. And I'm trying to remember this other brother's Doug Neighbors. Doug Neighbors. That is the uh, uncle, or to uh, Mister Robert Patton, that used to run the Hillbilly Mall. He works with you at Walmart, and he he is my uh, maintenance supervisor at Walmart. And his uncle Doug is not doing too good. They say he's not doing very well at all so let's be remembering him and that family that God will heal them and uh, I think it's uh, Sister Nisi Arnold's mama is needing prayer I believe it is uh, Sister Bonita or somebody was saying something about it this morning that she wasn't doing too good I may be wrong if I'm wrong folks call me and correct me Said she wasn't doing very well, so let's pray for that family, cause Sister Nisi is pretty close with her mama, I reckon. So she, is, Sister Nisi, if if I'm correct, and this is her mama, I, that's what I I got in on the conversation earlier this morning with it, and I, I believe I understood it right. And she is the wife of our state representative, Brother Tracy Arnold. He's the pastor at the vineyard over here on Highway 145 going toward Baldwin and New Albany. No, it's between Booneville and. Yeah, just on the other side of Booneville.
2: Um, Close to Highway
0: 4. Close to Highway 4, yeah and if y'all ain't got a church y'all go out there and be with them I don't know what time their church services are y'all just drop in on them too if, 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 you, if you ain't got a good church and you don't want to come here or don't want to go to the Potter's Wheel go over at Brother Tracy's church and be with them and I'll guarantee you they're preaching so many good ways you have to like one of them one of us will treat you good I promise just go by and if you want to just visit with all of us amen and, and just try us out Try the Lord out and see, it, see if he ain't a perfect fit. Amen. All right. If nobody else has got any prayer requests or anything, Michelle's wanting us to anoint her with oil and pray for her. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and pray for her, and we'll go ahead and pray for everybody else. Amen. And we'll get this service started. Amen. I'm
2: tired of- I've been lingering for a day or two. I'm just ready for it to go. What's good to get? Acid
1: reflux. I'm ready for it
3: to
0: go. I didn't hardly eat nothing last night. going to go. Down. It. Y'all out there by the way of the internet, y'all just pray with us. You in there, Mom? Come on, Mom. Heavenly Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we approach your throne as humble as we know how. God, with all the love a name.
3: that we can love. Father, we command that this acid reflux, we call it out Go. by
0: name, and we command that it be gone, be cast out into the depths of the sea, to never return yeah, no God, make my sweet little old white whole right now, in right the mighty name of Jesus. We command it to be gone, in Jesus' name, and by the blood and the stripes that He bore for us, for our healing. We apply the blood of healing oh God. in God. Jesus' name.
3: Let's go. Father,
0: and everybody that's in this little All these requests, oh, thank you, Heavenly Lord. Father, that was Jesus. given. Jesus. God, we ask yeah, you God to you, God. meet every need as only you can according to your faith. Yeah, you, in the mighty name of Jesus, touch everyone that the prayer request was given in for. In the mighty name of Jesus. For Brother Larry's girlfriend, for Timmy and Delson, for Mama and and Bubba and Aunt Chang, Uncle William, Lord, and Pam and Randy. Lord, our church and just everybody. And my brother Kenny, God, I ask you to save him today. God, when I go to see him, God, let me be able to say an encouraging word that would lead him to. And And Eric, God, God, I ask a special touch for him. God, God, these nerves. And Heavenly Father, in heaven this anxiety attacks he's been and having, heal him right now. In the name of Jesus. And God, for my do sister do Donna and, and my great nephew is Grayson, God, that baby's is had tubes put in his ears, and he's Jesus. been having a fit without everything In Jesus' name. Lord, don't let there be no Thank fever. You, heal both of them right now. And give them a peaceful nice rest. Amen. In Jesus' name. Yes. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus.
2: You. Thank, you,
0: Thank, you, Thank you, Lord. Here you go, Brother Timmy. Y'all come on around, Sister Delcy, and y'all go ahead and sing right quick. All right, y'all. Brother Bertie, Timmy and Sister Delcy Owens is gonna come around, amen. And they gonna sing you happy. And Lord willing here in a little bit, I'm gonna try to read you a little bit. We hear a lot, amen, about Santa Claus, but we don't hardly ever hear the Christmas story anymore about how our Savior came to earth. He left the splendors of heaven as a Spirit and took on the robe of an earthly man, amen, and dwelt among us for 33 and a half years. And what that preachers nowadays don't talk about that very much anymore, Brother Timmy. Amen. And God willing, we'll talk about that. And Lord willing, maybe tonight, we'll try to get back on our second part of our message from the book of Proverbs tonight that we started on last week. Amen. So, here's Brother Timmy and Sister Delcy. Y'all give a good listen. Amen.
1: We're thankful to be here this morning. We're thankful that God is who he is and he loves us
0: all. Amen. Amen.
1: We're waiting on Michelle to get the music going. so We'll talk a minute. Delce, you got a testimony? I just want to say I love the Lord and thank you for all his blessings.
4: He's so good to us. I just, I can't say enough about him. He's just, he's everything we need if we just trust him. That's
1: right. Amen. He's awesome. He's the one that put it all together and he knows how it's going to end and he knows the beginning of it.
3: so you wouldn't fall. Didn't I leave all of heaven just to die for your sin? I I searched until I I found you and I
1: forgive me and he'll start all over again He'll put us on the potter's wheel and break us all to pieces and he'll put us back together again like he wants us to be he wants to give us chance after chance after chance and we need to learn from those chances that he gives us and he needs we need to learn how to obey Him when He speaks. We need to learn God's voice. Amen. He said, My sheep, they know my voice. And a stranger, they will not." Oh. See, that's the way that we know that we're His. Because We know we understand
4: his voice. This next song, it says, wore out. (laughs) And sometimes we get so tired and we feel so bad sometimes we just don't feel like doing things. But God is always there, even when we're wore out. But this is a kind of funny little song. But anyway.
1: And a lot of times I feel like this. But when when we get to heaven. But we just have to keep going somewhere But when we get to heaven, we won't feel like this. We won't have to worry about all this stuff. Sure won't.
4: Okay.
1: We love the Lord this morning and we love doing what we're doing for Jesus Christ.
4: Come home at night, sit down for a bite, and you wore out. out. You're hardly able to get up from the table cause you wore out. Wore out you crawled into bed, slept like his dead, cause you wore out. Wore out in the morning you wake up and can't seem to get up you to go out. But if we, we get, get to heaven, with Jesus, Jesus our King, we won't have to worry about, about anything, anything. We'll be happy and free, and our bodies won't fade
3: out. You
4: get up on Sunday, pray to see Monday, Cause you're out. wore out You go sit in church And your back starts to hurt Cause you're out. wore out The choir starts to sing And you can't feel a thing Cause you're out. wore out You pray the sermon and song Won't last too long Cause you're wore out We get to heaven With Jesus our King We won't have to worry About anything We'll be happy and free And our bodies won't be Wore out You go for a ride In the car with your wife And it's wore out The car that is She starts to worry Tells you not to hurry, this car's wore out. out. You don't know where you're at, one of the tires is going flat, cause it's wore out. out. From the sound of the motor, we'll soon have to tow her, cause she's wore out. But my way to heaven, With Jesus I can won't have to worry about anything. We'll be happy and free and our bodies won't be for us. We'll be happy and free and our bodies won't be
1: there sometimes but thank the Lord we'll get to heaven we'll have a new body the Bible says that the Lord has made us I mean I'm not saying the Lord didn't create these bodies because he did because he did but he made these bodies then he only served till we can learn what heaven is to be like, and we can go to a better place than we are now, and have a brand new body, not made. You going have brand new legs. You going Not made, the way this one was made, not conceived. The way this world was conceived.
4: This body is only made this last, body is only made for
1: temporary. Yeah, temporary. Until but we get to Thank God, we gotta and it's already in heaven. We got a body and it says it's we're eternal. In the heavens. you to walk it? And I'm gonna walk, not cook it no more.
2: You gonna walk no uh-huh. i come out.
1: We're not gonna be crippled here no. You gonna stand
2: up straight? I'm not gonna
1: have all these aches and pains, and all these troubles and trials and tribulations to go through with. I'm gonna leave them all behind, and I'm going to a place that's unlike anything that I've ever seen here. It's called heaven that's right. tell them about it. and whether or not you want to go or whether or not you want to be there that's, that's up place. to you you, go go you right. can go there or go to hell and hell's got there's place. no there's no other place in between it's a, my daddy used to tell me it's heaven or hell And if you want to go, come go with me to heaven. Come go with Brother Buddy to heaven. Come go with all of us that's going to heaven. And I'm not talking about no long black train ride. I'm talking about a heavenly glorious ride. I love Jesus this morning. Tell
2: him. Tell him all about
1: it. Tell us all about it. If you don't love Jesus, that's your fault. That's your biography. He said, you either love me. Or you love the other one. Me and the devil. Who is the other one? The other one is the devil and the world. He's. He said. He said. He said. You. Yeah, you love me. You put me first. You. You seek. Me first. You learn of me. You don't go out and learn of everything in the world and learn what causes the world to go around, but you learn about Jesus and what He wants you to learn about. We know already what causes the world to go around. We already know that Jesus made everything. God created everything that was created, and without Him, there was nothing created that was created, the Bible says. But yet, on the other hand, he created his glorious heaven for the ones that accept him and believe in him and want to do his will. Now, you may think we're having some glorious times. Down here, and we do, we do. But just wait till we get to heaven. Amen. Just wait
2: to gold.
1: till you see me. <laughs> we got
2: streets of gold, gates
1: of pearl, and a mansion in my new home. People people say, well, you ain't going to amount to nothing. You ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. It ain't yours. It don't belong to you. No, I don't have anything in this world worth nothing. This old world is getting more and more and More unimportant to me it's more wicked it's more un- unsaved people is more wicked than they used to be it's all about money it's all about how to get money it's all about how to do people wrong it's all about things that's not important God, God is the only one that's important. Jesus Christ is the only one that we need to be worried about pleasing. And more prophecies are fulfilling in the last days. And more prophecies are fulfilling in the last days than we've ever known. I'm going to tell you something. People better get on board. And I'm not talking about a board that you Go out here on the water and, on and, and 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 sail through the water, on. Get on the glory. but I'm talking about a board. Jesus is board. I'm talking about tell people about Jesus wherever you go. Get somebody saved. Get somebody to know the Lord. Get somebody to be honest with themselves and with God. Get somebody. We're not put here to get all this stuff in this world. But we're put here to study about God and how to get people into heaven. Did you know that we can put the devil to flight through God's Word and God showing us how to do it? These people, honestly, I've heard them say, well, I would do this and I would do that, but I, I have to fight the devil all the time. Well, Give it to Jesus and you if you truly And honestly, turn everything over to Jesus Christ and say, God, I can't do it. I don't know how. I don't understand how. I haven't got nothing that I understand because it's not in my wisdom. It's not in my knowledge. It's not in my know-how. But Jesus, it's in your know-how. It's in your knowledge, in your wisdom, your understanding. It's all wrapped up in him. And and, and people talk about Christmas. Christmas is good to a certain extent but Jesus is the one that came he's the one that came and he was wrapped he was wrapped up in swaddling clothes in swaddling clothes he was wrapped up in other words I I look at it as him being all wrapped up in a blanket and clothes, and he
2: was in a king-size bed.
1: Just and he was, and he was, he was our present. He was the only present that we'll ever need. And buddy, I know I'm getting on your message,
3: oh,
1: <laughs> but you know something. He's the greatest, the greatest gift of all. He gave his life for us. Is that enough? Is that enough? It is for the ones that really know Him. But the ones that just say that they know Him, it's not enough because they don't really know. They would quit hunting if they knew. They would quit looking if they knew Jesus and they knew Him, that He is really the Savior of the world. The one that fulfilled the law. The one that said, it is finished on the cross. When he said it is finished, he meant it. When he said, I give my life for all, he said, let, he said whosoever will, let him come and drink of the water of life. Who is that water of life that he was talking about? He was talking about himself. Whosoever will let him come and drink from the water of life, he gave us life. It's him. It's him. It's not us. We ain't got nothing to do with it. He did it for us because he loved us. He loved the world. He first loved us. Now we ought to love Him. But you know what? There's a lot of people say I love Him. But their hearts are far from Him. He says, If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, do this and do that oh but we but we get in we get into all this stuff our jobs our this our going home our laying down our resting our tvs a lot of people say well he's done stopped preaching and went to meddling it's time we start meddling It's time preachers start meddling because there's too much mess that goes on in this world. There's too many people saying I forgive you, but they don't know what forgiveness is. There's too many people that says, I don't know what to do. I don't know how the world's going to be. I don't know. Well, you you don't have to know how the world's going to be if you don't know. All All you need to know is to learn about Jesus. He said, Come to me and learn. And He will teach you and guide you into all truth, into everything that you need to know. He'll give it to you. He'll give you what to say when you need to see it. If you keep your mind upon him and keep studying about him, he'll let us know and he will absolutely turn things around. He said he would create a table before us in the presence of our enemies. He would put a table before us in the presence of of our enemies he would do it we wouldn't have to we don't have to go out here and worry about all this stuff other people worry about everything we need he said it would be given unto us if we seek the Lord first and I can't get off of that somewhere that I come back to it Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all you need shall be added unto you. If you learn how to seek Him first, day and night, seek Him first. Study about Him. Let Him be what you think about when you go to bed. Let Him be what you think about when you get up. Let him be what you think about every hour of the day, every minute, every second of the day. Let him be your Lord. And he is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Have you tasted of him? Just reach out and take your big old bite of Jesus. And just... Chew him up and swallow him down. And when I say Jesus, I'm talking about the Word of God. Because His Word is Him. Just take your big old, big old bite of Him. It. it might be better at first going down. But, oh, my, my, my. It gets sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. <laughs> Come on. And the reason why it would be better going down, I imagine, would be because it's, it's going to push out all that corruption and all that anger and all that unpleasant inside of our life. But whenever that gets out and there's no room for nothing else but Jesus, then He'll be sweet. Then you can really taste of how sweet the Lord is. Then you'll really know about Christmas and what Christmas is. Buddy, you ready to take over this thing? Okay. Come on, Sheila. All right.
2: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm going to try this song. I haven't done it in a while. This song kind of goes kind of with what you were saying. And just listen to it. Uh, just let it uh, bless your heart because it is. It's almost home. Prophecies are fulfilling everywhere you look. The world is changing, and of course, the battle's gonna be over. There's earthquakes, hunger, and diseases, and they're saying right is wrong and wrong is right. And we need to just—we uh, need to hold fast and be ready to go home. Mm-hmm. You in the last month. We've had floods in the last two to three months. And that's what's going to happen. But we got to hold on. And if you don't know Him, just say, Lord, come into my life and take my life over. I want to be more like You. I want to be more like You, Jesus. Just touch us, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just, Just pray that Just say, Lord, touch me. That's all you need to do, and he'll come. And Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I just just want you all to hold on. Hold on to Jesus. If you got him, hold him. Don't let him go. Don't let him go. Right, Timmy, don't let him go. You got him? You got him? You got it? As, as Brother Timmy says, you got it. If you ain't got him, you better get him. You better get him. Because I'm telling you, you ain't got him. I can tell you where you're going, and, and it ain't a pretty sight. And it ain't no sunshine, ain't no rain, ain't no nothing but flames are going to come up, and they're going to overtake you and you're going to be saying, "Jesus, help me." And guess what? He can't do it. There's a gulf. There's a gulf between heaven and hell, and he can't come to you, and you can't go up there. So you better have uh where you want to go. You better be you better be wanting to go to heaven because I'm going to tell you when you get to heaven, uh buddy, come on. When you get to heaven, you can uh you, you, it's gonna be beautiful. You're gonna see streets of gold, walls of jasper, and gates of pearl, and it's gonna be more beautiful than you ever dream. There'll be no sadness, no sorrow, no sickness. Like Brother Timmy said, he's gonna walk just as pretty as I do. He's gonna, he's gonna uh, stand up straight and tall. He ain't gonna be slumped. If you're slumped over, I'm telling you, you can get a healing here if you really believe. But I'm just telling you, heaven or hell can be your home, and I hope it's heaven, not hell. And here's my husband.
1: Hallelujah. Hand the eyeballs. He needs eyeballs. Hallelujah.
2: Amen.
0: I hope y'all got a blessing out of the preaching that's already taken place with all the preaching they've been enough preaching doing this morning that I shouldn't even have to preach y'all. I hope y'all took to heart what has been said and what's been done here this morning. I'm going to try a song right here. I'm not going to hold you long. Amen. Because they've been enough preaching and everything. So I'm going to try you a song right quick. I might do it a cappella because I don't have any music. So y'all just pray for me. If I mess this thing up, y'all just pray for me. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem shining afar through shadows dim giving a life for those who long have gone and guiding the wise men on their way onto the place where jesus lay oh beautiful star of bethlehem shine on Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawn. Give us a light to light the way unto the land of perfect day. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. O oh, beautiful star, the hope of life Guiding the pilgrims through the night Over the mountains till the break of dawn And into the light of perfect day It will give out a lovely ray O oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem Shine on O beautiful star Of Bethlehem Shine upon us Until the glory dawn Give us a light To light the way Unto the land Of perfect day O beautiful star Of Bethlehem Shine on O beautiful star The hope of rest For the redeemed The good and blessed Yonder in glory When the crown Is won For Jesus is now That star divine Brighter and brighter He will shine Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawn. Give us a light to light the way. Unto the land of perfect day. O beautiful star of Bethlehem. Shine on. I hope y'all enjoyed that out there today. And I hope I've done alright with it. I hadn't done the song probably in four or five years. Last time I did it. We were in the old church over there before we came over here. You didn't hear it. Uh, well, I didn't remember doing it, but maybe I did. Just shortly, maybe before Dad died, he asked me to sing it. And I, re- I remember doing that for him. Amen. So I'm glad that I had an opportunity to do it because I hadn't done it in a while. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's... Let's go to the Word for just a few minutes. I'm not going... Okay, my wife's holding up the tithes and offerings back there. I was preaching on that a little bit earlier. It's time to go ahead and take up our tithes and offerings, brother Popeye, if you will, brother, come and grab this offering plate up here. Brother Timmy, while he's coming, you ask the blessing over the offering.
1: Lord, well, we ask you for this offering, God, that you'll take it and bless it for your glory and your honor,
0: in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, while Brother Popeye's taking up the offering right quick, i got to clean these eyeballs, I had them clean, Brother Timmy poked his paw prints on them. I borrowed his eyeballs, and he if them glasses slide down, he's bad about just...
1: I'm bad
0: about that. Well, you ain't the only one, but I do it too, When I've got mine on. If they slide down, I either take my arm or I take my fingers and poke them back up. And that, that's one of the most... I, I can't help it. That's one of the most aggravating things to have on it my is. face. But I'll just tell you. I, I, I don't think I can stand wearing contacts and poke something in my eyeball. I'll, I've got a friend of mine that I watch all the time up there at work, and he has the world's worst problem out of his contacts, and he goes around squinting, looks like Popeye the Sailor Man all the time, poking them doggone things in and out of his eye And I told him. I said. He said, "You ought to give it a try." I said, "No, thank you." I said, "You're one too many." I said, "Cause I I couldn't stand poking stuff like that in and out of my eye." All right. If you got your Bibles, let's go to the second chapter of the Book of Luke for just a few minutes. I'm not going to hold you long. And this. is the story, ladies and gentlemen, about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, how he came to exist and came into existence upon this earth. How our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ came to live among us. Amen. Most folks, at Christmas time, you go to the shopping malls or you go to Walmart and you see men dressed up like Santa Claus and you see them with that little book in their hand and the first thing they do is pull that child up on their lap and when they do they'll get the rest of the kids all gathered around that big chair where he sits and instead of getting the Bible down and reading to them the second chapter of the book of Luke they read to them the night before Christmas they've got any more instead of reading out the Bible, amen, and talking about the real true meaning of Christmas and that being the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, among us. The greatest gift that this world could ever have. They have got any more, they have itemized and money and penny-pinched and borrowed until they can't take and borrow no more and put themselves in debt right. for years just to go buy a big, expensive Christmas gift that's 50 to $100, $300. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't see how in God's name that you could do such as that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not bad-mouthing Christmas and I'm not against you going out and buying Christmas gifts. God's sake, don't don't go say Brother Brother Baker is taking and preaching against Christmas because I'm not because I love this time of year. But I'm going to tell you something, instead of it being about Christmas trees and ornaments and Christmas presents and stuff like that, You need to get out in your front yard and set you a manger scene up about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, how he was born among men 33 and a half years ago. Matter of fact, it's been over 2,000 years ago. He lived 33 and a half years among us. Praise the Lord. He, He left the splendors of heaven Knowing his destiny, what he was going to have to do. And he gave up his own will to fulfill the plan of salvation. Alright, the second chapter of the book of Luke. When you find it, say amen. Amen. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. In other words, it says registration census. That's what my Bible says for a footnote. And all went out to be taxed, every one into his own country. They went into their own country, every nationality, mm-hmm. to be taxed in their own countries, in their, own in their own cities. Right. Michelle, we got a message popped up on that it's screen just now. And Joseph, also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. In other words, his espoused wife meaning his estranged wife or soon to be wife because they was not married yet. And she was already pregnant with a baby. And as we go on, you're going to find out about how David or how Joseph doubted God. And how he set out to Her away privately because she had not known man, but yet was pregnant with a baby. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. In other words, it came time for her to go into labor and go ahead and have Jesus. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes Mm -hmm. and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. That place at that time of year was full up. It was all booked up. had no rooms. For them at all. So they had to go out into a a nasty barn. And clean out a food truck. Which they called a manger. And put clothing and straw in that thing. And then when he was born they wrapped him up in the finest linen that they had. Probably took it off of Joseph to wrap him up in. Michelle, if I continue to back up, they can't folks hear me. Yes, they can. You're allowed to know. You're allowed to do that. Michelle, Matthew 1 please. Amen. But it was accomplished. She had went into labor because there wasn't no room in the end they had to go into a nasty old barn that they kept the cattle in the old oxen and, and the cows and, and the donkeys and horses and what have you and I can only imagine brother Timmy at that time with all and the camels and all that how bad that old barn smelled And how dirty that place was. But yet they didn't care. They had to have somewhere for her to go to have that baby. So they went into that stable to have that baby. God provided. Go ahead and read it. Matthew 1 and 25.
2: And New her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name J-E-S-U-S
0: Jesus called his name Jesus and you ask me preacher how can a woman I know that the word of God says it. The angel of the Lord, which was Gabriel, that God had sent to tell her that she was going to conceive a son, how was it possible for a spirit to come upon a woman and conceive a child with her? She had never known a physical human male. At all. She had never been with a man at all. Period. But yet, in this time, at Christmas time, God had sent His angel to tell her, You're going to have a child. And you're going to call His name Emmanuel, which is Prince of Peace. Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. King of kings and Lord of lords. And most folks today... Even in the state of California, they're trying to do away with God's Word, Brother Timmy. They're trying to pass a law that God's Word don't exist anymore. That it ain't nothing but a book of fables. It's a lie. That we don't have to live by that Bible anymore. But you let me tell you something out there. Mr. Board of Supervisors. You let me tell you something, Mr. Governor of California, Mr. President. Oh. Mr. President Trump, Congress, House of Representatives, hell's waiting on you if you allow such as that to take place. Because God's Word is real. He gave it to 12 men to write. And if I'm not bad mistaken, there was also two women that he gave scriptures and books to write. Esther and Ruth. There was two of them. Then there was Peter, James, John, Paul, Paul, Matthew, Job, Daniel, the book of Psalms, the book of Proverbs, and if I ain't by mistaken, I believe Paul pretty much wrote all those books right there from Revelations on over. And it came from great men of old, the prophets of God, the first preachers that ever existed. And yet, we got these cotton-picking people that called ourselves geniuses and scientists and big doctors, No, you're not. You're a bunch of idiots. Hypocrites. God's word plan says, let no man think him to be something when he is nothing. And doctors, lawyers, scientists, and whatever you want to call yourselves, you're a bunch of sorry hypocrites and a bunch of devils. You don't exist in God's eyes. Because you're trying to do away with His Word. You don't believe on the only begotten Son of God. So in God's eyes, you're as low as a flea on a hound dog's belly. You don't even exist to God. You're not even a blimp on God's radar. Yeah, He knows you're alive, but as far as knowing who you are, He don't know who you are. Because you're as lost As lost can be. And guess what? You don't repent. Hell is waiting on you. Let me tell you something. It's real. Hell is real. Heaven is real. (coughs) There's a heaven to gain, ladies and gentlemen, and a hell to shun. And if you don't believe it, Read about the rich young ruler. Read about the man that thought all his big barns and fine houses and all that he had was going to get him by until God decided he'd talk to him and tell him, You fool, since you don't know me and don't know no better, your soul's required of you. I'm done. And then you go and you read about the rich man. He had the finest things in life. and Then he had a man full of sores, couldn't walk, laid at his gate every single day. And all the man desired was just the crumbs. He didn't ask for a a turkey leg or a chicken leg. All he wanted was the crumbs that fell from his table. But do you think that varmint would give him a bite of food off that table? He'd He'd throw it down on the floor. Or outside and give it to the dogs rather than give it to that man that needed it, going hungry. Then you read about Paul and Silas that began to sing down the praises of Jesus. And God rocked the walls of the prison they were in and brought them out. Then after they went out and ate supper with the jailer and his wife and family and prayed with them and prayed through and got them saved, then God sent them right back to that prison locked the door. And they wouldn't come back out of there until the magistrates and all that bunch of hypocrites that was over that city came and opened the door and let them out. Because they were embarrassed. Because them being a Roman lineage, they beat them. They didn't just whoop them, they beat them. But they ended up regretting it. then you read how they walk through the streets amen the prophets of God the saints of old just walk by a man laying there in the road ditch dying and just walk by him and just their shadow touch them and they was healed instantaneous just bang just that quick then you reach how Jesus spit in his hand and, and put it on the ground and made a, a water dirt and put it on a blind man's eyes and told him, said, now you go wash. And immediately when he when he washed his face, the scales fell off his eyes and he began to see. Then you read how God sent ice to Saul to preach to him and to lay hands on him and pray for him and immediately the scales fell off his blinded eyes. And he began to see it immediately. Even before he was saved or baptized, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. It's what the Word of God said. Amen. And you tell me God don't exist and His Word ain't real. Get your Word down and read it. You bunch of hypocrites. What about Lazarus? Didn't you read how Jesus walked up to the tomb? And he prayed and he said, Father, I thank you you hear me. Now just do this one thing for me if you will. And he asked God, he asked the Father, he said, if you will, just this one time, do this for me. And as a testimony, when Jesus spoke Lazarus' name and told him to come out of there, that man got up and walked out of that tomb in his grave clothes. And Jesus spoke to him. said, Loose him and let him go. Still had the napkin about his face, Brother Timmy. And God told him, said, You turn him loose. Get the grave clothes off of him. Turn him loose. And then he walked around everywhere he could go. And he told him, He said, I was a man that was dead. And then I heard a voice, y'all. I heard a voice that called me by name, and I came out of there. I had to answer to that voice, which was superior to everything. And then you go back to where Jesus was on the ship, and that wind was blowing, and that old boat rocking, and the water filling up, boy, that old boat was filling up, and that all scared to death. Lord, we're going to drown then he prayed, Lord, I thank you, you hear me. Yep. One more time, Lord, Let's for this bunch of doubters and hypocrites, let's do this one more time. And he raised his hand and began to wave it and spoke the words, Peace be still. Yep. And the storm ceased, the wind stopped, and the sea obeyed what he told. it. And they began to question just like you bunch of idiots out there. What manner of man is this that, that even the winds and the sea obey? i tell you who he is. He's the Lord of lords and the King of kings. He's the only begotten Son of God that came from heaven as a baby. Yeah. Let the splendor of heaven sitting on the throne on the right hand of his heavenly father And walked among us and died, was sacrificed by his own people that called themselves Christians, and then they left him and said crucify him. They mocked him, whipped him, and beat him, crowned with thorns on his head, gave him vinegar to drink, and then at the last insult, crowned a sword in his side, and the blood became as water. Glory to God. Amen. Now you tell me, glory to God, that God don't exist. Let me tell you something. You better get on your face before God and you better start praying. You better get get it. The Word of God, the Holy Word of God, the King James Version, you better get it. And you better start reading it. Get it off your whatnot shelf with well, your books and dust your fingerprints and the dust off of it. And open it up and begin to read. And I promise you, it'll show you a lot of things you ain't never seen before. And you ain't never heard of before. Oh, I guarantee you've already heard it. I take that back. You've heard of it, but you've turned a deaf ear to it. You've heard it, but you ain't it. That's right. You have, but you ain't. You
1: have ears
0: to hear, but hear not. That's right. We'll pray for Sister Nelsey here in just a minute. She's hurting. Verse 8, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them. And they were sore afraid. They were scared to death. They had never seen a miracle before. Angels come to them to tell them about our king being born. Glory to God. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, to all men. And for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Sister Delcy, if you don't care, grab Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. I didn't get a chance to reference this out. But I figured, Brother Timmy, instead of reading them the night before Christmas, I'd give them the true meaning of Christmas. And I hope you folks out there is getting a blessing out of this today. Okay, are you ready? Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, oh my. the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace.
0: Read that one more time.
2: For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The, shoulder, the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince
1: of Peace.
0: The Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, whose
1: government, who, whose shoulders shall it be on?
0: The governor's, the or the the government alone shall be upon his shoulders. He took the weight of this entire world upon himself. He became the perfect sacrifice for us. He took on our sins of the whole world. Not just mine, not Brother Timmy's, not Brother Larry's, not Mama's, not Shell's, not Sister Delcy's but the whole world it said the whole world was up on his shoulders the whole government was up on his shoulders and he saved us he gave us a roadmap to be saved and how to live and then you bunch of sorry vipers and hypocrites is trying to do away with it and the word of God says this world shall pass away but my word shall not not one jot not one tittle of it is going to be gone. It shall not pass away. You can do whatever you want to with it, but it's still going to exist. You can hide it. You can tear it up. You can burn it, but it's still going to exist. It's still the word of the true and living God. Amen. Let's pray for Sister Delcy. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we come to you right now. Sister Delcy, sitting on this bench, Lord, and she's hurting really, really bad in her arms and her shoulders and her neck and her back. And God, we claim the victory in the blood of Jesus Christ right now upon this pain and command that it be gone. Satan, you filthy vermin from hell, take your hands off of God's property. Let her go in the mighty name of Jesus right now. God set her free of all this pain and sickness right now. God bless everyone one to cheer upon the sound of our voice. Oh, God, we'll God, honor you and praise you for it. She's In Jesus' child. name, heal her God. She's a child. In Jesus' name.
2: Just touch her, Lord. Heal her Heal God. that body. Heal those arms. Stop the pain. Stop the pain as only you can, Jesus. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, in a horse trough. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the high. And on earth peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said unto one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. Let us go! Let us see the miracle which God has told us about. Mm-hmm. And they came with haste. In other words, they hurried along. They ran. It came, and it came to And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. They went everywhere and told about Jesus. They wasn't ashamed of him. They could feel the radiant love of God all over And they wanted everybody to know about the only begotten Son of God. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. She kept them quiet and she just pondered and wondered about them in her heart. Lord, is this the right thing to do? Should we do this or not? But it was already too late. The shepherds had already broadcasted everywhere. They didn't have to worry about it. The news got out because it was good, good news about the only begotten Son of God. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. They wanted to give him back to God, so they brought him to Jerusalem to present him back. And as it is written in the law of the Lord Every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord Every male that is born into existence Shall be called holy of the Lord And to a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. We're going to stop right there. And I hope you folks has really enjoyed this today. Amen. I might continue on with it a little bit tonight or something. But right now I feel like the Lord is wanting me to stop. we got just Nelsie, she's hurting and sitting here on these seats. But God's going to take care of it. I believe he's already done it. So y'all just stay tuned tonight. And anybody else got anything you want to say? All right. If all hearts and minds is clear, nobody wants to pray, let's say a dismissal prayer and we'll be dismissed. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for your blessings and your love that you've shown toward mankind and that, God, you sent your only begotten Son 2,000 years ago at this time into this world as a Savior of the lost. And God, we thank you for that, and we thank you for allowing your son to die on Calvary's tree that we could fulfill the law and the plan of salvation, that we could be saved.
1: God, just lead us
0: and guide us in your will and in your path. Forgive us of all unrighteousness and God of all sin that we commit against thee. God, just bless everyone that's come this way this morning. God, bless them in every way that you can. God, we ask you to just keep us safe until we return here tonight at 5 o'clock and we'll give you the honor and the glory and the praise for it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. All right. Glory to God. We love y'all.